Welcome back, everybody, and happy holidays to the season two finale of the Industrial Marketer Podcast, your place for the tips, tech, trends, and tactics for industrials who care about driving leads and revenue to their businesses. This is an exciting time. This is an exciting episode. Welcome, everybody. I am one of your hosts, jolly old Joey, the industrial marketer. And I am here as always with my festive Nels on the shelf. Nels, how are you? Doing great, Joey. Just uh, looking forward to this episode. This is going to be fun. I think so as well. And here's what we did. You know, every year at the top of the year, people are always like, oh, let's do the, ooh, the trends that we're expecting for 2023, our big hypotheses for 2023 and the next year ahead of us. But we didn't really want to do that. We we here at the Industrial Marketer Podcast are all about giving. We're all about giving things that are going to be helpful to the people that are at the top of the food chain, all the way to the practitioners down at the Industrial Marketer shop floor. We're going to make sure that you guys are taking care of this holiday season. And what better way to do that than with gifts, right, Nels? Exactly. Exactly. From our, and these are from our you know, industrial hearts. That's right. These these connect all of our um, wonderful worlds in in one cheery package. And that's what we're trying to do here. This is the, the season of giving. And so honestly, we decided what better way than to frame our episode around the gifts that are given this season. So welcome to the holiday gifts of the industrii. Uh, That's what today's episode is. We are going through three. Nelson and I have each brought three elements, three gifts for all of our industrial marketer listeners. You can think of these as the gold, frankincense, and myrrh of industrial marketing for the year. Because with gold, we're going to each bring you one industrial-based, very, very valuable piece of information. Uh, in the frankincense gift is going to be the more flowery, the more perfumey, the more marketing feels gift. And then myrrh, something medicine, something medicated, something to to ease ease those long, long 22, 2022 uh, pains. So we're going to give you something for general wisdom and lifelong forward thinking for the next year ahead. It's going to be exciting. Again, the gifts of the industry, I coming straight for your ears. Nels, are you excited? Are you ready to give our gifts? I am. All right. Well, let's gather around the tree and let's gather, let's get our first, uh, first industrial gold gift. Nels, I'll actually give you the honors of unveiling our first gift of the industry this year. All right. And this is a phenomenal resource. I know a lot of you know about it. Some of you may not, but uh, you may not have heard of, maybe you have the National Institute of Standards and Technology. Uh, and NIST, as it as it is mm-hmm. known, is works behind the scenes to make sure that things work together, that there's standards, that there's you know basically um, official ways that we can do things. And they're they're experts in cybersecurity, um, but they have cybersecurity, um, but they have business because it's like yeah. you know one thing so that all of these parts work together, or that if you're you know multiple vendors, there's industry standards you know, are always helpful for a reason. And NIST is the driving force behind that in our country. And the NIST Manufacturing Extension Partnership is just a phenomenal resource for workforce. You know, we tend to, industrial marketer, we tend to focus on generating leads and we talk about websites and more and more manufacturing is looking for marketing help with workforce. And NIST MEP 
um, has a, just a ton of of resources here. There's there's the Manufacturing Extension Partnership National Network. That's the the home right. office. There's there's at least one in every state plus Puerto Rico, but they pull together at their nist.gov/mep. There's a manufacturing innovation blog that has some really interesting workforce subjects there. They have a guide for finding and retaining mm-hmm. talent, a, a downloadable white paper that has a compilation of some of the best practices from around the country. They have the America Works program that has a great blog, a uh, newsletter. They're very active. The nist.gov slash MEP, just you know, search for the workforce uh, on the yeah. different you know avenues in there. Uh, just the best, it's the best of workforce content. It's really good. I'll back that up. You know, we uh, selfishly, we've worked with NIST in the past and we know a lot of the people that have either work over there now or have worked there in the past. It is an organization that just is dedicated to the industrial space here in this country. And that's, you know, that's where we live. That's where us, all of all of us industrial marketers live. So if you're not familiar with the NIST.gov site, um, that's definitely one to, to check. But I mean, Nels, thank you for highlighting their manufacturing innovation blog. That is a wealth of a resource. If you're not already checking that out on a regular basis, you should. Um, there's no better way to just kind of have your thumb on the vein of what's happening with industrial Yeah, and I, and, I, and I think that the workforce, such a common, it was, they surveyed nationally and that was easily the number one issue among yep. manufacturers was finding, it was talent gaps and finding and retaining workforce. So a great yeah. place for uh, industrial marketers to go to help their clients with workforce. Well, Nels, I mean, you you kicked us off on a great foot. I mean, what better, more valuable, gold-worthy gift than, than that? I'm going to kind of follow in a similar vein with mine because mine is also very industrial focus, but it's also forward looking. You know, you were you were really looking at the workforce issues that are that are facing a lot of companies now. But one of the things that is has been talked about for a while and is going to be very important is the idea of industry 4.0. Um, and especially how manufacturers and people that work in the supply chain really kind of revolve and update their processes around some of the industry 4.0 and the automations that are coming. The the gift that I've brought today, my gold gift, is actually a webinar that is being put on by the Semiconductor Equipment and Materials International Association, so the Semi Group and SAP. They have a webinar specifically on industry 4.0 and what it means for manufacturing. Um, this is one that it's uh, you can sign up for it. Um, there is a little bit of a cost if you're not a member for to the semi-organization, but it's not very much like $40, $45. But this is a webinar that if you're really interested in where the future of industry 4.0 can be going, if you want to hear about it from experts in the field and people who are doing this day to day. This is a good one. You know, webinars and and audio video, that type of content and that type of educational resource is very, very helpful. Um, And this is a good group and this is a good people talking about some really important things. That is awesome. And to connect the dots, your local MEP center actually can help you with the free assessment of your 4.0 4.0 readiness. Wait, did you, you know? say free? It can't be free. free. It's not. I mean, this holiday season. That's, it's it's still really a gift. Free. It's a gift. It's a free assessment. And, you know, at how well does your, you know, do your, your SAS programs talk to each other, right? How, you know, yeah. how well do they connect to your operational system? You know, it's, 
it's uh you know that's one of the things the MEP centers do are free assessments for automation preparedness for you know 4.0 mm-hmm. so yeah this 4.0 is um you know a lot of a lot of your clients out there um are not as far along with 4.0 journey as you might think so that Got is it. a great area to help uh as industrial marketers good one I couldn't agree more. All right. Well, let's move on to our second gift here. This is the gift of frankincense uh, in our analogy and our and our framing device. Nels, what we've used is essentially this is the, the the perfume. This is the stuff that makes the area around us better and more accommodating for our for our visitors. And this is the marketing gift. Um, do you want me to go first or do you want to go yeah. first this time? Yeah, go ahead. Go okay. for it. I'm gonna give one if you're a marketer. In the digital age, whether you're an industrial or not, this is the one that I'm bringing to the table. You likely have heard about it if you're in the in the marketing space, but there is a great email newsletter called The Click, and that's C-L-I-K-K. It's not spelled like normal click because, you know, nowadays everything has to be cool. Uh, it is really, really cool, though. It is a great um, all- Weekly newsletter, they give you bi-weekly sometimes, but there is great information in there, great stories. They have case studies, and they present things in a very interesting way. I like them a lot because we can watch what they do with email marketing and learn a lot by the things that they're testing and that they're learning because they'll not only do weird things with their newsletters, but then a couple months later, they'll tell you about why they did that weird thing, what they were testing with it, and what they found about it. So it's really just if you're interested in the world of digital marketing, if you like to have you know an updated uh, idea of what people are doing and testing and learning from out there, the Click is an email is email newsletter that I highly recommend subscribing to. Yeah, you know, and I, I'm guessing they spend an insane amount of time on their on this newsletter. It's it's I've gotten you. It's you, very you, long you and thorough. Subscribed it. Ha, you I subscribed, do, haven't I do. you? Okay, I got I you do. on it. And it's like this is this is like a, a in itself. It's it's a case study of um, walking the talk, walking the talk, yeah. whatever it is. It's like yeah, they, they are, are committed. They are committed to walkers. Walkers of the talkers. They are committed to content marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and they find some really cool. There was one episode, there was one issue that was completely dedicated to like Keanu Reeves. Um, and one Keanu Reeves is incredible, but then they started like using like, well, Keanu Reeves marketed himself like this, and this is how he connects to this. And he connected to the video game community and did influencer marketing like this. And it was just really impressive to see like, oh, I can see how all this connects the dots. Just like you said, it's a lot of connecting the dots and that's what we as digital marketers are doing. So, uh, I like to see them walk that talk. They are, they are passionate about what they do. So uh, shout out to the click. If you haven't already subscribed to that newsletter, that's my marketing gift today. Um, Nels, in your realm, what did you find that you think is well, valuable and helpful? You know, um, I'm kind of an old guy and I might not be as passionate about video as as some of you folks, but I get it. And I understand that mm-hmm. video is underutilized in the industrial marketing sector. And uh, a lot of us have to help. Uh, our clients and ourselves get up to speed with video. So this yep. resource um, is the Content Marketing Institute. Okay, um, love those. Guys. A lot of you, a lot of you may know about them, may not. They just sent out, I believe it was, might have been this week, might have been last week, twenty-seven content marketing statistics to help you succeed in twenty twenty-three. So it's basically a a larger article, but they had a little section on video, and there were two links that I'll put in the show notes 
Um, one of them is, is four ways to win with video. Ooh. You know, and they describe video as the it content format for 2023. So they I'll tell you go, if Nels, if we had had an episode that was like the five trends that you need to be aware of in 2023, we just spent about half this episode talking about video. I feel like yeah, it and is it's so important. and the beauty of the beauty of this article is this isn't go spend you know 15 grand on a on a four minute mm-hmm. video right. This is easy to use, uh, easy to do. Um, some of it's do it yourself. It's, but it's basically, you got to get started. If right. You got to get started. This is a way to do it. So four ways to win with video is a really great resource out of that, you know, article, uh, the separate article link in there. And there's another one that is how to repurpose video content for bigger and better results. And I think that's one of the keys that we underestimate about video is the ability that, you know, yes, you produce a 90 second video, Maybe it's a product demo. Maybe it's something about the machine. Maybe it's something about an application or a process. You know, it it's it's social content. It's potential blog content. It's, you know, easily distributed. It's popular. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy. You could have an engineer, you know, on the shop floor showing you how something works. Everybody loves watching how things are made. So well, there's you know, a, what's that show? It's called How It's Made. It's, yeah. How it's, it's so, you know, the. Show. The you know we are industrial marketers have a chance to help their clients become a little bit more digitally active. Maybe not savvy, or you know maybe they're not. The, you know maybe we're not the wise men of video, but we can all help. You know we can we can help you get there. And yeah. I would just encourage industrial marketers to help their clients dip their toes in the water, get into your ankle, whatever analogy or metaphor you want to use. But um, video doesn't have to be expensive and difficult. So the Content Marketing Institute has some resources for you to help encourage people to become more active with video. And that's great because I I would also guess that some of our listeners, some of the people that are out there have wanted to do video, have thought about doing video, whether you're a CEO at the, you know, at the top of the pyramid and you're just thinking it's cost restrictive um, or you're, uh, you know, you're working in the field of digital marketing and you want your superiors to give you the budget or approve the budget for video. There are a lot of ways that it feels like it's cost prohibitive to get started, but nowadays it's really not. And, and yeah. I would and- heavily, heavily encourage everybody like the article that's going to go along with this episode and especially the article that's going to be written on industrialmarketer.com uh, for this month is going to have all of these links that you guys can go look at, can go download, can go read through. These are very, very valuable thought provoking articles about how to use video without breaking your bank and without destroying and rethinking your whole marketing. Strategy. Exactly. And the, and the content marketing Institute where I started with this has resources that you can use to make your argument. There's lots of data. There's lots of industry specific. It's some of it is B2B, but they also dive into some things. You can find some great things on there specific to manufacturing. So, you know, yes, it's, you know, arm yourself with, with data when you're, when you're pitching for money to do something, or when you're going to a, a, you know, a client and suggesting, you know, how to spend their money. Content Marketing Institute has tons of information to help you make the case. 
I love it. That's a great, I mean, the, the, the links that you got for everybody for today's conversation, I think are incredibly valuable, but the gift alone could just be, if you haven't gone to content marketing Institute, go there right now. And that's, sure. that's how you can spend your Christmas break. Like guys, I know that we're marketers. I know we're looking forward to bringing off for the holidays, but I know that your brains are going to be churning. I know that you're going to be thinking about what you need in place for 2023. So this is great stuff that if you have some downtime, read it. Uh, That's right. Know, duck away from the family when they're and, annoying and, you and go read some content marketing institute. Enjoy some eggnog with your click uh, newsletter. Exactly. Um, oh, man. All right. We're rounding out. We've, we've gone through our gold. We've gone through our frankincense. We're here at the myrrh. No one really knows what myrrh is, but we looked it up. Myrrh is an <laughs> aromatic medical uh, aloe. So it's basically medicinal. And this is our general information. We want to bring you something that's going to make you feel good, make you knowledgeable and help you in the next year. So I'll get this one started. I brought a fun infographic for this one um, is actually put together. Oh, man, who who made this? Uh, I was just looking at. Oh, it's it's Aptian, uh, the Aptian. And they they put together five profit driving priorities for North American manufacturers, especially in the age of, you know, COVID supply chain issues, 2022 and beyond. And this was one that has five really interesting things that if people haven't thought of or the realities that we're dealing with now of, you know, how to have better visibility into your supply chain resilience, you know, knowing what your supply chain paths look like and how, you know, you can increase and better engage with that, you know, really looking at your inventory and aligning it with the customer demand and the customer journeys, how to empower your own workforce. I mean, Nels, you talked about workforce being an issue in in manufacturing and in the industrial world. You know, this talks about that and looking at how you know, you can empower your workforce and really focus on some of that. So yeah, this infographic was one that I thought was fun. It really dives into the industrial world, but specifically looking at ways that in the marketing realm and even outside of the marketing realm in your tech stack, you know, is your inventory tracking technology, does it have gaps in your data and how to look for that and how to think about that? So this was just one that I was I was really thinking if we're going to focus on 2022 and beyond in the realm of industry 4.0, what are things that manufacturers need to be thinking of? And this one, I thought, summarized it really well. So I was like, man, what better gift than to do the searching for people and give them this information? Yeah, driving priorities for driving profit. That's a, that's what a great reminder to get people to hone in on you know, growth strategies and don't take your uh, eye off the target, so to speak. That's uh, yeah. I mean, one of the things from this from this article is saying eighty percent of manufacturers have already invested somewhat in technology to overcome critical business challenges of this modern day era. You know, if if you're one of those companies that is invested in that technology and isn't using it correctly, then you definitely have a priority that, to focus on in 2023. If you're one of the 20% who is still like, oh man, we're stuck in spreadsheets and we've got to, you know, we're stuck outside of the digital realm, then this may be the year to start thinking about some of those investments because, you know, you're behind the times. So there's a lot of really interesting insights sites to be gleaned from some of these studies that have already been done. Yeah, it's a it's interesting. So so my wisdom, my piece of wisdom is a little bit on the opposite end of the spectrum, but it all ties together really nicely. And that's 
basically do not underestimate the power of reducing friction wherever yeah. you can. You know, it's uh, one of the biggest trends in manufacturing is what they call quality management systems, where manufacturers are more and more making sure that they have efficient processes, whether it's for mm-hmm. payroll, whether it's for purchasing, whether it's for right. inventory controls. And one of the reasons is that you talked about supply chain resiliency is more and more OEMs are looking to their suppliers and saying, we want to know that you are running a sharp business and we want to make sure you're going to be able to deliver as you promise. So there's increased transparency. You referred to that, you know, there's increased visibility into the supply chain all the way down to, you know, we want you to be certified, you know, the uh, international automotive technology, something IATF, you know, it's like this is a a standard you have to meet to work with an auto OEM. And now they're basically telling that, you know what, the tier one suppliers are saying to their tier twos, Hey, that needs to flow down to you. And Hey, that needs to flow down to the contract manufacturer as well. There's a massive, you know, um, effort to build in transparency for that resiliency. And what that comes down to my original point here, reducing friction, you know, continuous improvement is a really powerful mindset for any organization, whether it's a manufacturer, whether it's a marketing agency, whether it's a bank, right? You can always make improvements. So this could be e-commerce for manufacturers. It's like, you know, reduce the friction that somebody's going through on their customer journey, on their buying journey, right? It's We've talked about this a lot in the past year. Take a virtual trade show approach yes. to your website. You know, make it easier for prospects and customers to find what they need. Look at, you know, overall equipment efficiency. You know, manufacturers like, man, they dive into their operation and they, you know, they, they know how to save 20 seconds on the, you know, on the mm-hmm. hour long process and what that means take that same approach to their back office operations, right? You know, do you do, you know, some people do batch processing of invoices in their back office. And you know what, that really screws up the, can screw up the inventory if people aren't paying for things or ordering things when they need to, as opposed to, oh, well, I wait till my pile is, you know, I got 12 or 15 things to, you know, transactions to document. Well, no, if you, you know, whatever, whatever the right process is, maybe it's do it right away because other people in your organization are depending upon it. So whatever you can do to reduce friction is going to help your organization. The more you can document it, the better off you'll be, especially with this increased transparency. And that's not just going to be, I predict, you know, I could be wrong. It's not just going to be for manufacturing. I think there's a lot of people Mm -hmm. who want to know from their partners that they're going to be reliable and that they're going to be able to meet the demands that are expected of them. And, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, Nels here at Industrial Marketer Podcast, one of our guiding principles is Kaizen. You know, it's getting better. Yep. It's, yep. it's incremental improvement. It's incremental progress. And that is a good theme for a lot of this because, you know, going back to some of the tangible things we talked about earlier in the episode, let's say video is something that has is a nut that you guys have wanted to crack in your marketing strategy, but you've had you've had resistance against either budget, 
or the time it would dedicate to create the resources. Take those Kaizen approaches and look for easy baby step opportunities to kind of dip your toes in those waters. Find little successes and then grow off of those. I mean, Nels, what you were talking about in reducing friction is it. I mean, in, in hell, in the supply chain world, if you can shave a second or two off of every part that's created or deburred or whatever, you're saving hours of production time, like little incremental improvements exponentially gather to create massive opportunities. <laughs> and so that's, that's, right. that's really a, you know, the, the idea of reducing friction is finding those little things that you can do that over time will cumulatively cumulatively improve your either operations, your organization, your relationships with your customers. And those are the, those are the little wins that you can do every day to really push, push these forward. Yeah. As, as industrial marketers, how can you be more efficient in the things that you're doing? And then how can you make things easier for your customers as well? Right. Exactly. I mean, we're here giving you guys these gifts of the industry eye, but you can turn around and then pay it forward, make working with you in 2023, easier for your customers than it was in 2022. And what ways can you do that? Look for ways. And man, Nels, that's great wisdom. Just say, if we can make working with us, our brand, our company, and our service better in 2023 than it was in 2022, that I, I bet you business returns come right on the tail end of that. Yeah, it's amazing the lessons we can learn from uh, Lean and Kata and Kaizen and everything in the manufacturing world. is uh, yeah. It's all applicable to us. It's almost like we love it and live it every day, Nels. I... I've been excited. This is this has been so fun. I, uh, I I love being able to to come together and talk about happy and joyful things. I love more than anything finding helpful resources that our audience of industrial marketers will be able to use. Um, you know, if you're listening, hopefully you've subscribed to the show. If you haven't already subscribed to Industrial Marketer Podcast, make sure that you have. Uh, we're be coming out with new content every month uh, and making sure that throughout. Uh, 2023, that you always have new information on the industrial marketing space, tips and tactics that you guys can use. Um, If you're already subscribed, email us at podcast at industrialmarketer.com and let us know topics you want us to talk about or guests that we should have on the show or questions that you want us to dive into. This is a community that we're building and, and we love all of the interactions that we get uh, from you guys and from all the listeners. And in that vein, go to industrialmarketer.com, engage with the content, share the content, share it on social media, follow us uh, anywhere that you have socials, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your Instagrams, we're, we're out we're out there in the world. So find us, follow us and share. Um, it's going to be, we want you as part of this community and we want to hear your voices and share your stories as well. Um, I mean, Nels, any, any final words of wisdom and, and things to look forward to and think about in 2023? Yeah, I, you know, gifts of the industry, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's, it's good stuff, Joey. So uh, nice job and uh, happy holidays to you and yours and all the people out there in the uh, industrial marketing world. And, and I, I hope you and yours have a happy holiday as well. And lo- here's looking forward to us and all of our industrial marketing community having a successful and very, very industrial 2023.